Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben. I'm May. And I'm Max. And we were had. Can you believe it? <laughs> there are twists and there are turns. Defleshed is a standard death. Oh, that's fun. We were had. We were. All right. Let okay. Me just fight back the sudden urge to cry. And <laughs> 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 oh. Let's get into <laughs> Keep that in. Thank you. All right. This week we are talking the lost city of Atlantis, folks. All right. Yeah. We're doing it. See, I thought that was a made-up thing from, like, Disney movies. Wait, it is a made-up thing from history. (laughs) 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 You'll notice that most made-up things from Disney movies were made up and in history. Right. Mm. Hercules. Hercules was a a, a classic Greek myth. Or was it? Mulan's like an ancient story. That's an ancient uh, Chinese thing. Aladdin, Arabian Nights kind of thing. Right. I mean, every Hansel and Gretel, although any fairy tale just comes from a fucked up origin. It's almost yeah. always the same story, except like the kids look fucked. They right? Got fucked. Yeah, or got yeah. fucked, or like we're eaten by something terrible. You guys read children's stories where the kids got raped? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's how they were. Like the original, like the children, the original, like fair, fair fables. Mm. Yes. Were Brothers Grimm gruesome. and Aesop. Gruesome. Wow. Lost City of Atlantis. Uh, this is a big one for us because, I don't know, I wanted to do it since the beginning and every time they were like, maybe not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Did we say that? I don't remember saying that. Well, no, I was, we had just done Roanoke. Ah. Uh, you know? Too similar. So that's a little historical. That's yeah, a little historical. Right, right. Another like, oh, another place kind of thing. This one, the big, th- the big question is, does it even exist? Where would it be? And why do we care? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the mystery answer? is, why are we talking about this? The, the, reason, <laughs> the mystery is, is it even real? So it's weird where like the mystery usually is, oh, well, who did it or who made it? It's like the, this, this might be built on a lie. Okay. In the first place. I feel like we should address question three first. Well, no? Why do we care? Why do we care? <laughs> because it's been, it's, people are still so attached to it and people to this right. day are still trying to find this thing that there's pretty much a 99% chance it doesn't exist. Okay. Why the fuck wouldn't we have found it by now? Isn't it just, That's, yeah. a lot of scientists say that. So let's get into this. <laughs> um, the story is made because in one cataclysmic night, the gods sent a battalion, a battalion of fire and earthquakes so intense that the utopian kingdom of Atlantis sank deep into the ocean Never to be found again. And gods, we're talking ancient we're talking, Greece? This is, this is coming from Greek. This is okay. from Plato. So tells Plato's infamous, oh. in quotes, I put in, in quotes, myth. It's in quotes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which has captivated audiences for more than 2,300 years. Many people have subsequently floated theories about exactly where Atlantis was. In the Mediterranean, off the coast of Spain. Even <laughs> Barcelona with a schmear, even yeah. under even under Antarctica. So, a popular idea is that the Atlantis myth is associated with the fate of Thera, now the Greek island of Santorini, which is a lovely white girl destination resort. Oh yeah, I which go. was partly destroyed by I would love to go by a volcanic eruption around 3,600 years ago. But many, if not most, scientists think we will never tie Atlantis to a real location. What a fun way to start. Never tie wow. it to a real location, meaning it doesn't exist, right? That's the same. It's both. So it's either we will never be able to tie it to a real location or it doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you're probably right. Uh, <laughs> here's a fun fact, though. Atlantis is far from being the only legend of a sunken city. So similar tales are told around the world, and it now seems that some of them are true. So they've actually like, found like some like South American ones. They like actually cool. found like this buried city or whatever. So that's why it kind of gives credence to like, maybe it's real. I feel like there's a lot of buried cities. Like, wasn't of... Pompeii, didn't they have to 
like obviously sweep well, up. Well, that a bunch was famously to... they got the volcanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they did they got very good. Have you been to Pompeii? No. Oh, it's pretty. I've cool. never been to Italy. Oh my God! You yeah. gotta go. I'm, I'm a terrible Italian. Italian oh wow! I wish we had a birthright. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, Pompeii is pretty cool. There's like uh, a bunch of you can see like. The shapes of people's bodies and how they were. Oh, cool! Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting yeah. singed to death, and I was like, mm. "You can fuck the bomb." I'm like, "Now this is a vacation." <laughs> <laughs> fuck Santorini! <laughs> oh, here we go. It was pretty cool. They did. It was funny. They had all these uh, humans that you could see them in, like the last moments of their lives, and I was like, oh "I was like, oh, God. whatever, you know, whatever." And then I got to a bunch of dogs that were chained up, and I was like, "I'm, I'm out. out. I'm done." Yeah, you ruined <laughs> yeah. it. I care so much more about that than the human beings. It's worse. It's worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's factually worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1966, the scientist Dorothy Vitaliano coined a name for the discipline of like studying lost cities. She called it geomythology. It is, she said, the science of seeking to find the real geological event underlying a myth or legend to which it has given rise. Tell me so, you went to a liberal arts college without telling yeah. me. <laughs> you went to a liberal yeah. arts Dorothy college. Dorothy had... Majored uh, in geomythology, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> minored in... <laughs> Art. Gender she had, studies. An, indi- Go fuck she had an independent study uh, major for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Uh, Dorothy, you're insufferable. Okay. <laughs> also, 1966. <laughs> yeah. So this kind of bullshit studying has been going on for 60 years. Yeah. And she, but she finally named it. Dorothy put a name on it. <laughs> Myths are largely event-based in that they are triggered to a large part by an event or combination of events that catastrophically impact society. That's what says uh, Bruce Mass, an environmental archaeologist, another one fucking, sure, hang on, yeah. who co-edited a volume on the, on the subject. Then He said, and then these myths provide a window upon these events that can be recovered, retrieved, and even dated. So he's so. saying that the myths lead us to some sort of truth yeah so like the myths are almost always inspired by some sort of other like insanely environmental cause you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. like a for example a lot of like these lost islands stories are from like a tsunami happening and wiping away a fucking whole town right right right. and then they're like well that's the lost city of which kind of is it is a lost city and that Mm -hmm. they got taken out True. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only reason that we would believe Atlantis is real because of, it's because of Plato's works. That's it? Plato or, is the one who in, introduced it to society. But I'll tell you, so I'm going to tell you Plato's version of Atlantis. And then there's another guy who brings Plato, who brings Atlantis into the forefront as possibly really being real. Okay. Okay. Cool. So Plato's version of Atlantis, he was living in a volcanically and technically active part of the world where massive earthquakes and tsunamis were not unusual. Okay. Uh, I know it says usual there, but it's not unusual. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, all available evidence indicates that the philosopher Plato, sometime around 360 BCE, invented the island nation in order to illustrate a point about the dangers of aggressive imperialism. So in Plato's telling, Atlantis was no utopia. Rather, it was a foil for an idealized version of Athens from long before Plato's time. So ironically, oh. Atlantis in modern times is like this utopia, incredible thing. But Plato did not speak highly of it. And I'll tell you what he said. So in his book, Encyclopedia of Dubious Archaeology, everyone involved, every scientist here, by I the way, is a crackpot. Yeah. It actually does sound like a Harry Potter yeah. class. Yeah. <laughs> dubious archaeology. Harry, we're ready for dubious archaeology. <laughs> light. So professor of archaeology Ken Feeder notes that in Plato's story, Atlantis is not a place to be honored or emulated at all. Atlantis is not the perfect society, quite the contrary. 
Atlantis is the embodiment of a materially wealthy, technologically advanced, and militarily powerful nation that has become corrupted by its wealth, sophistication, and might. So as propaganda in Plato's morality tale, the Atlantis legend is more about the city's heroic rival, Athens, than a sunken civilization. If Atlantis really existed today and was found intact and inhabited, its residents would probably try and kill and enslave us all, if it was true to Plato's story. Okay. And so, but the idea is that they're underwater and it's a society. The idea was that, like, so the idea was, like, it was this society that became overblown by hubris. They were, like, a very advanced society, but they became very imperialistic, and then the gods just took them out. Oh, okay. Oh, so, okay, they, okay. okay got so they got it. It. It, it was a society founded by Poseidon, I think, and then mm. he eventually like it was like they've done me wrong, and then yeah, yeah, you know how you talk, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took them out. Um, so God in forbid they're successful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to see a city flourish. Yeah, everyone's fucking jealous. Yeah, that's what I got from that. You no, know, they just can't root just because it's a Republican mirror doesn't mean the city <laughs> can't do well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, they're having fun they don't have masks on they're living their lives on a boat love it so wait so my other question is does plato believe that the city lives on underwater or is the idea that it was this corrupt city and it just happened to that's a really good question there's not really no one's uh, most historians that really study plato think it's a myth that so this they, city itself didn't exist, that it they didn't think fall that, into the water. They think that, that he really just invented it as a, a means for his story. Because telling. Plato famously wrote a book called The Republic where he also talks about the opposite, a utopian society. Yeah. So he's he's got a thing for creating a fake society yeah. and being like, this is the perfect society, this is the worst society, right. whatever. So let me tell you how he described it. So in Plato's text, Atlantis was, quote, larger than Libya and Asia combined, which is large. Okay. Uh, in Plato's time, that would have referred to modern-day northern Africa and over half of Turkey. Hard to miss. Yeah. <laughs> it was situated in the Atlantic Ocean, somewhere out, outward from the Strait of Gibraltar. We've all been there. It's a landmass <laughs> large enough that if it really existed somewhere underwater in the Atlantic, it would certainly appear on sonar maps of the ocean floor. Okay. okay. So a tough one to miss. Yeah. Um, so how this becomes such a thing, you ask? Let me answer. Right, because it's pretty obvious it doesn't exist. Do you guys like how I, I label my notes? Like a storyteller. It's really yeah, it's organized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well done. So how did Atlantis come to represent a lost utopic civilization? For that, you can mostly blame, quote, or thank Ignatius Donnelly, that Irish bastard. In 1882, <laughs> the former U.S. congressman published Atlantis. U.S. The, congressman? Yeah. Atlantis, the Antidiluvian World. The book laid out 13 hypotheses centered on the idea that Atlantis had truly existed and indeed represented a place where early mankind dwelt for ages in peace and happiness. So... What? Why is he spending his time like this? Well, we have... Listen, modern congressmen who believe in conspiracy theories and who probably spend their time doing true. this yeah. kind of stuff. I guess you're I was right. Be like no Netflix, and then you think of the modern congressmen that are like you're getting microchipped. So. Yeah. yeah, true. God bless. Um, according to Donnelly, Atlantis <laughs> was the original source of many ancient civilizations around the world. If one followed the clues in Plato's writing, Donnelly believed Atlantis could be found. Quote, it would be hard to overstate the impact that this introductory chapter to Donnelly's book had on future Atlant- Atlantology. Atlantology. Yep. Oh, my God, <laughs> these fucking people. Mark Adams in his 2015 <laughs> book, Meet Me in Atlantis, Across Three Continents in Search of the Legendary Sunken City. It gave this sort of temple template that people could start to follow in decades to come. Imagine being like, Adam I've says. dedicated my life to Atlantology, oh, the God. study of a city that doesn't exist. I'm an com- Atlantologist. How are you? Max Benelli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation Mark Adams had with his wife before yeah. being like, honey, I'm going to quit my day job and I'm going to spend the next few years writing this book, Meet Me in Atlantis. 
Atlantis across three continents in search of the legendary second. Can I ask you this? Is it any more? (laughs) Would it be any more upsetting than the guy that dedicated his life to the Summerton man, to Mom Shoot? No, there's a a slew of pathetic people that we have covered over the past. (laughs) Anyone on Reddit whose research we directly steal for our show is pathetic. Yes. (laughs) Well, at least with those people. We appreciate it, though. But thank you for the word. Yes, you are. (laughs) But But I think it's okay if it's a hobby. Right. But like if someone dedicates their... If someone's going to write a book, it probably was. If their someone has a back. show once a week where they spend hours on this some kind of thing, mm. right? Mm. Like, Get a life <laughs> for real. Uh, no one cares about you're so vain. I love how we're also like all, all these people studying these stupid things. Meanwhile, we're comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. yeah. We're well, we are lifting society up, calling yes. out its ills, mm. and we are taking culture forward and I'll announce the, my run for president <laughs> in 2024. Modern day philosophers. Yeah. The new Plato? Yeah. Wow. I mostly just do impressions of my mom, but yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> so Donnelly was inspired, says Adams, by a remarkable discovery in the early 1870s. An amateur archaeologist had used Homer's The Iliad to purportedly unearth the legendary city of Troy. Okay. So if Troy, long thought to be fictional, was real, why shouldn't Atlantis be, too? Oh, that's airtight. Airtight logic. So... Hmm. So somebody else supposedly found another supposedly fake city, which made him say, undoubtedly, Atlantis is real. All ancient Greek mythology must be true because there might be yes. some truth to this one story. But he also picked and chose what he... So, so Adams, the guy who was actually wrote a book about Atlantology and was a big part of it, he thought Donnelly was full of shit because he would say he picked and chose <laughs> what he was talking about and left out the God stuff but left in the other things. Okay. I mean... Whenever people are searching for this stuff, they kind of really... It's like anything in life. When you're searching for an answer to something that seems unanswerable, you cling to anything that kind of answers the answer that you already had in your mind. Or the, yeah, the, Does that make sense? Right. No, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cognitive dissonance? There's a fancy term yeah, for there's it. Yeah, there's a fancy term for like any information that backs up what you already believe, right. you're going to cling Belief to. Belief before right. the facts rather than facts. Yes. Wait. Right. Rather yes. than facts yeah, yeah, forming yeah. a belief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So later... Wait a second. Where yes. was Troy? Where was Troy? Yeah. Somewhere in that Gibraltar, you know. Okay. It was Greek. And it, it was like a Mediterranean How do thing, they right? know it's Troy and not Atlantis, though? It's not it, like they have like a sign to the city, like, welcome to Troy. Well, they, have the big, they have the big horse. <laughs> oh. have the big horse. They got the, the big horse is still the there. The big horse is still there. And I there. think Homer in the Iliad gave the coordinates. I think that Did he's he? <laughs> Find me here under the big sun. I think Troy is maybe modern Turkey. It might not be Greece. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Listen, I, you could have said anything, and I would have been like, yes, you're right. <laughs> good good call, then. So later, less skeptical writers elaborated on Donnelly, less skeptical than Adams is what I'm saying, elaborated on Donnelly's theories, added their own opinions and speculations. These included mystic Madame Blavatsky in her, ni- in her 1888 book, The Secret Doctrine, and famous psychic Edgar Cayce in the 1920s. So Cayce, or Case, who put a fundamentalist Christian spin, you were waiting for it, on the Atlantis story, gave psychic readings for thousands of people people, many of whom he claimed had past lives in Atlantis. Okay. Unfortunately, none of the information or information was verifiable, and Case wrongly predicted that the continent would be discovered in 1969. So he was a cult leader, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, Christian. Right, right. <laughs> Just say Very Christian. successful cult leader. <laughs> it's the most successful cult there Jesus. is. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Seeking Atlantis is the next section of the notes, if you're following along at home. Oh, I wish the fans could... See these notes. Oh, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah. amazing. I, I sometimes I think about color coding. 
Yeah. But then I get a little too hard. There's some color in here. I see some red. <laughs> oh, that's not mine. That's uh, a link, I think. In the years after Columbus brought news <laughs> of the New World back to Europe, so this is how far back, many claimed that America was the fabled Atlantis. Oh. Oh. Huh. So, but the search really gained steam in the 20th and 21st centuries. Uh, so some searchers have pointed to a volcanic eruption that destroyed parts of the island of Santorini. We talked mm. about that, 1600 BCE, wiping out Minoan settlements. And in 2018, a team announced to much fanfare that they had found concrete, in all caps, proof that Atlantis existed. Okay. Key evidence included a series of circles in National Park in Spain. You're not going to believe this. Those circles turned out to be experimental ponds created in 2004 and 2005 for a study involving zooplankton. (laughs) (laughs) That was their concrete proof. Also, (laughs) they also said that they carbon dated some of the stone and the things that they found there. And they were like, well, it's dates to exactly when we're thinking about. But they wouldn't let any other scientists look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't do a peer-reviewed thing part of it. Also, somebody dedicated their life to studying (laughs) zooplankton. Zooplankton. What's more embarrassing? Someone studies zooplankton and it's not the most embarrassing profession (laughs) mentioned. Lisa, I'm not an Atlantologist. Uh, what was the other one? Zooplankton was actually du- that minor yeah. we were trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Plato, for his credit, he's crystal clear about where Atlantis is. So he says, for the ocean, there was at least at that time navigable. For in front of the mouth, which you call, Greeks call, as you say, the pillars of Heracles, i.e. Hercules, there lay an island which was larger than Libya and Asia together. In other words, it lies in the Atlantic Ocean beyond the pillars of Hercules, i.e. the Straits of Gibraltar, at the mouth of the Mediterranean. Okay. Yet it has never been found at the, in the Atlantic or anywhere else. So we gave a pretty good example of where it was. So he actually... Yeah. Okay. He, and, yeah, yeah. In his book, talking about this fake place, he told you exactly where it was. And it's not there. So. And it's, yeah, they have factually checked there real hard several times. <laughs> Um, so in 1966, oceanographic uh, engineer James Maver worked with scholars in Greece to locate a lost city on the bottom of the Mediterranean. Off the coast of the island Thera in the Aegean Sea, Maver and Feller researchers, researchers found evidence of a Minoan city dating to 1400 BCE. Wow. Old. Which is all good news yeah. in terms of if you're believing this stuff. The city right. appeared to have been destroyed by a powerful earthquake and volcanic eruption, mirroring Plato's description of the fall of Atlantis. But years of disputing over who deserved credit for the discovery left Maver's findings mired in doubt and skepticism among the public. Seemingly dejected after years of work, he went on to write a book about his search for Atlantis and how his findings squared with the writings of Plato. Okay. So, ever since this time, reports of the discovery of the ruins of Atlantis have surfaced countless times since Maver's attempt, but no conclusive evidence of its existence have ever emerged. Today, few scientists would now stake their careers on a search for Atlantis, yet more than 75 new books have been published about it in the last two years. For now, the lost city lives on, if only in the popular imagination. 75 new losers. <laughs> yes, well, 75 <laughs> books in the past two years? Yes. And this was this by the way, this that article I checked was written in February twenty twenty one. So it wasn't even wow. so in the past two years. So um, the pan, a lot the of pandemic pandemics. Books. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. A lot of people were looking for a perfect society, let me tell you that. Because it's interesting that is really picking and choosing because Plato introduces this utopian society of advanced people that are living in a perfect world. But yeah. at the end of the day it's bad because they become they try to take over other people. Colonize, if you will. That's where you also get, yeah, they're colonizers. They're yeah. imperialists. Which is, which is, I mean, an interesting story. Which I is mean, an interest, very yeah. interesting story, which is also why people will think, I, I, I don't remember, they like, didn't really get into it with like the gods wipe them out, but then like a lot of stories and like myths, that's where you also get into comic books and shit where they evolved to keep living on underwater and that kind of shit. Right. Because um, they were so smart and fucking whatever the hell. Because they were so smart, yeah. Even though they got wiped out, they're living beneath us. Right. 
But that's, I mean, it is a cool, <laughs> and, and it's, <laughs> Let me tell you something. How cool would it be if it existed? It would be great. Here's I'd like thing. to go. You know what makes it? It's like, let's talk about space being, the uh, that's a frontier. We don't know what's beneath us that much of the ocean. No, we really There's don't. Some the of it's very deep. Nuts. I don't know if you thought about that. Yeah. Okay. We mentioned it last episode. The ocean Amelia is- Amelia Earhart lives on Atlantis. That's Amelia that- Earhart <laughs> is in Atlantis. She's that a queen. Sense. Yeah. She's fucking Poseidon. Six <laughs> ways from Sunday. I feel like Poseidon's pretty hot, yeah? Oh, yeah, the guy fucks. He's got oh, that yeah. thick beard, the oh, trident, yeah. which I'm sure is being used. Mm. Poseidon that was always my favorite. Of the <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Maybe the other end. <laughs> the <laughs> other end, yeah. Because the three prongs is too many. Yeah, it's I was too like, many prongs. What are you doing <laughs> to me? Sharp. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Okay, whatever. Well, there's yeah. lube, it's the water. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you've ever had shower sex, that's actually terrible, yeah, it's terrible. Very dangerous. Yeah, it's horrible. Very <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> you slip and fall. Yeah, so you ever try? <laughs> it's also <laughs> dangerous. Shout out Andrew Casertano. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. What would you like of the hams or the steaks? <laughs> no, I'm just doing this. <laughs> <I'm just> doing- <laughs> All right, alien okay. connection. You were waiting for it. There is an alien connection yes. here. I buy Big that. Big reason why it is. So stories also claim that the original inhabitants of the lost city of Atlantis are believed to be of extraterrestrial <laughs> origin who reached there about 50,000 years ago from the Lyrian star system. You know the Lyrian star system. <laughs> it's just amazing how specific this gets. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's like this thing that like, nobody knows about. That I, I think that's like when nobody knows anything for true, for like... For certain about things, people cling to these things and be like, oh, well, yeah. I know this at right. least. Right. Like the 75 people that have written books, like they got to all just be plagiarizing each other. Like how much new information could one of them have unless they're completely well, taking it out of thin air? I'm sure yeah. each one of them found one little chicken nugget yeah. and turned that into a book and was like, well, here's the thing is I found a scrap of paint <laughs> in this old book. And like, they were like, well, this is why Hercules actually lived in Atlanta. You know what I mean? And they just like <laughs> fucking lie. And then they will write a book about it and all these trolls will read it. Um, so I just, just find, I, sorry, again, I just find like the specifics so interesting to me because it's also, it's like also if someone comes up with a lie in real life, the more specific they are, the more you're likely to believe them because yeah. it's True, like yeah. you're not. A good lie is specific. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not really though because I can always tell when people are lying because they're being too specific. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. you think the opposite. Maybe, well, you, you always definitely... believe me when I say you look nice. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not specific. Uh, you don't say your hair looks nice. General, your yeah. makeup looks nice. Yes. I like your shirt yes. you've worn 20 times around me in the past month. <laughs> that's the only shirt you have. That is the only shirt that I have. <laughs> I can't tell if it's the same shirt that you're rolling this sleeve. I on. have it in black, too. I actually have two of these. Actually, I actually have three of this same shirt. <laughs> and then I have two well, black you look shirts. cool in this shirt. Listen, I'm never changing this shirt, so get fucking used to it, okay? You better like this shirt. It's a cartoon character. So, uh, <laughs> despite being much taller and fairer than today's average human being, the average lifespan of these people, being the Atlanteans, is be- believed to have been 800 years uh, long, making them really robust and strong prototype of the existent human race then. So, this is a, a group of perfect, tall, <laughs> hot people that live forever. That's exactly what Plato wanted to be. Listen, we all want to be tall, hot, and live for 800 years. I actually don't think I would want to live for 800 years. That's too many years. That's too many years. Well, do they get old? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they stay Year 600, you're not playing baseball anymore. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I like how that was the most athletic sport you could think of. (laughs) You're no DH anymore. Yeah. (laughs) You're not playing ping pong at 750. (laughs) 
Um, as some claim that the lost city of Atlantis was on Mars, some people say that, uh, or was just a colony of an alien civilization living here, the inhabitants of the Atlantis city believed to have, they, people believed they had like possession of exceptional power, such as the ability to control the weather and modify volcanic eruptions. In other words, they were just calling them Jewish. No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Israel exists still. I don't know why yeah, we're yeah. so looking <laughs> That's for. a lost city. Um, the inhabitants. Okay. Yeah. So some yeah. accounts also mention their possession of some <laughs> I was, sort I was of spacing out for a second. I almost missed the anti-Semitic <laughs> remark. <laughs> Can't Just miss that. All, I was spaced out, and then I, all I, I hear was you yell Jewish. Jewish. Like, <laughs> well, what, what's upsetting is that that is like they, this would probably still be used to become somehow anti-Semitic. Well, that's true for every topic we've covered. <laughs> Cattle mutilation, the Jews. <laughs> but why do they have to do that? Even things with based on, you're talking about ancient civilizations with superpowers. They're like, somehow the Jews are <laughs> Wait, did it? Oh, you were just saying because controlling the weather. Okay, I got you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me Marjorie Taylor Greene wouldn't tell you the Jews are Marjorie Taylor Greene, the modern day Ignatius. <laughs> Oh, Donnelly. Oh, Donnelly. She cracks yeah. me up, I gotta say. So some accounts also mention, mention their possession of some sort of device that allowed them to channel energy from time and space. So you're getting into this sci-fi element, which would also tell you about the, the belief that they were able to survive underground because they were these technologically tall, hot oh, okay. people. Can they breathe? Like, does being tall and hot mean you can breathe Isn't underwater? Is it more like a bubble? Yeah. Like, like, a, a, yeah. like Sandy's house in Spongebob. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So that's actually where you see it a lot in, in popular culture, mm. which is what gets me next into the Jason Momoa of it all. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jason Momoa of it all. <laughs> People find him attractive. I don't find him attractive. Uh, he's, at the very least, he's interesting looking. Oh, yeah. He's, he like, looks cool. He's jacked with yeah. cool tattoos. Yeah. He's the only guy that was going to make you watch an Aquaman movie. Which I did not. No, I, no, I, I watched yeah. it once, and let me tell you something, it wasn't that great. No, but no. Uh, <laughs> um, movies like Aquaman really lean into the idea of Atlanteans not only existing, but being better than humans in most ways, along with mythical links to Poseidon, golden statues, and years of evolution underwater. So in that movie, there are different... These, like the Atlanteans were all like sunk into the ocean, mm. and then they spore different fucking races of people were like from super fish like to not that fish like, and everybody oh, in between. Okay, okay. So they basically, they got sunk under, but they were so advanced they were able to evolve. I guess in, in like, real two time, fucking seconds, just get while some they're drowning. Going on. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Um. Yeah. That sounds pretty alien like to me. It's super alien like, but like it's it's weird how like. This one thing where I think Plato, it seems like he was really just trying to warn against imperialism, has mm. snowballed into a, for many people, lifelong search for a lost city. And yeah. thanks to popular culture, books, comic books, everything, there's still something in the back of your mind that's like, you know what, Atlantis probably is out there. You know what I mean? what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear some stray theories before I open the floor? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, basically, it's just this myth, this uh, allegory, right? Like, he's trying to make... Yeah. Exactly. He's trying to just make a point, and right. people yeah. believe he's he, real. Well, it's I mean, a fictional most, story. Most I scientists... mean, it almost makes me feel like if, if 2,000 years from now, people are going to be looking for Hogwarts. Nah. Like it's Well, that's actually a very good point, except J.K. Rowling's a turf, so we don't talk about that, you know? That... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sure Plato, a very progressive <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I actually just watched uh, the fifth Harry Potter the other night. Oh yeah, hold up, it's actually a wonderful, wonderful film. <laughs> yeah, um, stray theories. So, oh, that one is a sad ending. Some people, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it gets murked. 
Uh, Atlantis was a mid-Atlantic continent that suddenly sank into the ocean, just kind of dropped. A huge-ass fucking continent, So uh, the, the, the problem with that one there is that tectonic plates and how deep the ocean was, it would, you'd be able to see it. It wouldn't, have also, it wouldn't have moved that much, and you'd be able to see it because of the sheer size of it. I think that's where Plato or whoever came up with stuff really fucked themselves over. Too big. Is, too big. You should have yeah, made yeah, it yeah. smaller. If they made yeah, it yeah. an island, then I In movies and things, it's never a fucking continent dropping. It's like an island. It's like a little yeah. tiny island. That's what I always island. think yeah. of it. Yeah. It's not. It's like they're too... I didn't, I didn't... Until reading this, I didn't realize they were like, it's a fucking continent. But this yeah, is Asia plus Libya or something? Like, Well, it's like northern Africa and Turkey. Turkey modern is, day half yeah. of Turkey. So which is... That's large. Big. I mean, yeah. that's got to be like the US. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's some stray. Th- it's like Australia dropping under the. I would imagine. Yep, yep, yep. Um, That's a good example. Stray theories include which Australia is basically Atlantis. Can we call it that? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Also, Atlantis was swallowed up by the Bermuda Triangle. Some people think that. Oh, that's interesting. Which can I tell you something? Yeah. I love and the idea is- of mixing two fake. Yeah, two yeah. two myths yeah. in one makes a true myth. Yes. Okay. Not true. Uh, and then finally, Atlantis was Antarctica. So the final one is that Atlantis actually was Antarctica, but back then it was inhabitable, and then something happened where it froze over, and these people were wiped out. Oh. Okay. Huh. But the problem there is Atlantis, I'm no, I'm no map guy. <laughs> I don't think it's that close to fucking Troy, <laughs> let me tell you that. Yeah, that too, and I don't think that Plato would like just take a little... Yeah, yeah. he's like... What's that? Over yeah, there? what's that down there? Huh. Fucking Atlantis? Wow. I think honestly, Can't see that I wouldn't be surprised. It was because Atlantis and Antarctica sound alike. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They're like, there's got to be something there. They both start with A. Yeah. So at this point, I'd like to open it to the floor. Atlantis, where is it? Also, sorry, <laughs> the last thing. Uh, the the guy, remember the guy that was like, they found it in the '60s or whatever. Or the whatever. They thought it was in Spain. A lot of people thought it was in Spain, too. Mm. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yes, straight to Gibraltar, It was just right? the zooplankton folk. Okay. That's, right. Is that where the Gibraltar is? I think that's where I Gibraltar is. Yeah, know. at the bottom of Spain. All right. Okay. Anyway, well, you say that like I'm accusing you of not knowing. I know I know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I think it's southern Spain. In the meantime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. It's on the border. Okay. It's like where Spain meets Africa, or almost meets Africa. Which is kind of what Plato was describing. Okay. But again... If he's, he was so specific about it, I, they looked around, and I think the it, you can't travel that far underwater, but the way around it in movies and shit is that there's always like a cloak around it. E, oh, what? They've got some sort of, not only are these right, advanced right, right. society, yeah, but there's, yeah. like a, there's like a cloaking device where it's like once you pass through that little shield thing, now the city's all, it's there. So are they saying that out. people are, or whatever the fuck, these beings are still living there? Is that their idea? The, the, theories, the theories are... There are two people that accept that it exists. They accept it exists and they're trying to find the ruins of it. Yeah. Or they accept it exists and there are people still living there. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> See, and I was always picturing like a Pompeii People don't thing. think it exists. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm part of the third. Well, what you're thinking of is, a, is an example of one of those lost cities that re- that's definitely exists. Yeah. Pompeii we know exists because it's, is it, isn't it, is it not on mainland Italy? It's not. It, it, it's, it's not it's an by, island. Yeah, it is. It's by Naples. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. I would have agreed with that again. Anything you yeah. said there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like the, with the South American ones, like islands, like getting washed away in massive historical events, earthquakes and shit. I'm sure a lot of places were destroyed. Of course. Over yeah. thousands and thousands of years. Yes. Does that mean? But if I dunked you in the bathtub right now, you growing gills and starting a society? 
That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, my thing with this I is I guess like, if you were, well, you are tall and fair. <laughs> so are you Atlantean? Answer the question, Ben. Yes or yes. So, but but okay. So the idea is, I'm, I'm not going to answer that. But the, um, squirrely, it's exactly how an Atlantean would answer that question. So going back to May's question, though, the idea is that like there either there might be people living there or there might not be. Either way, it's interesting because even if there are people not living there, it's like they were these futuristic like. I think there's also something to the the point of I think it's fun for us to think of a better version of ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Sci-fi. Yeah, the sci-fi. That's and, all we and, like yeah. to do. And also be afraid of people that are smarter and faster and yes. everything more than us, too. You think about these stories the way they get told. There's a reason why there's so many cities, lost cities of gold and like buried treasure. So poor people feel like they'll find it one day and get right. out of their current position. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> yeah. The thing is that like Plato famously did a bunch of these. Like he had Plato, one of his thing was allegories. He would do he uh, like created a fictional republic. He created well, he had two things. It was allegories and fucking kids. No, Socrates. Although Plato's kind of reporting Socrates. My point is that like this is not a guy who was like all facts, serious, serious, serious. Never yeah. used an allegory. Like this is one of several. Well, you're so talking about a guy whose job was to be I like know. we can never yeah. be sure. That was literally a philosopher's job. Yeah. Hold on, I'm not committing to it. <laughs> that right. was the whole thing. And the whole Socratic thing is just to ask questions. Yeah. You're not even saying anything. Atlantis? Question mark? <laughs> Dare I ask? Atlantis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no idea. It's interesting to me that this one, of all the Greek myths, of all the How allegories, really? why this is the one that people were like, no, that one's real. Well, I think the, uh, right. the best example would be that People probably would still say Olympus would exist if you wouldn't be able to. Do you think that? But that's that's kind of my point. The problem is it would be a lot easier to find Olympus than Atlantis. But isn't there in in eighteen eighty eight Donnelly wasn't going to be like how come Mount Olympus isn't in the middle of Greece? (laughs) They would be able to see it. But there probably is some mountain that they're like that's probably the one they're referring to. Well, that's where the gods live. Yes, and it was probably some hill. Like it probably (laughs) wasn't even that big. But you're talking about the ocean. They didn't even know how big it was. All they knew it was like holy fuck, it's big. Right, which right. is kind of why I like the Antarctica slash America theory because it's like somebody, they really yeah. there really were things out there that they didn't know about. They probably thought that straight up continents could float away or islands yeah. could just straight up like leave, get washed, which they kind of can they over kinda the course can. of like yeah. thousands and thousands yes. of years, right? The answer is we'll never know. Okay. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think all three of us can agree on the thing that we will never know. I think there definitely are like pieces of land, maybe not this big. Let me that ask fell. you this. Are you willing to entertain that uh, civilization of aliens, let's say, from the Larian galaxy? Settled here. <laughs> let's say, just from there. The Larian galaxy settled here, and then they had a cataclysmic event, which we all know what it means, no. uh, that buried them underwater, and they're still living there right now. I, I'm Eight gonna, feet yes, tall, 800 years old. Yep. You, you, yeah. Yes. Ben. Yeah. I mean, when you put it when you put it that way, when you reword the exact question with, <laughs> how can you how can you how can you deny that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it clocks. It clocks. When you it factor in a cloaking device and advanced tech, anything's possible. Science and magic slowly become the same. We were had. <laughs> we were definitely had. This one's a stumper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You can't quite crack it. So, <laughs> you guys want to find it? You think we could? Yeah, let's go find it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> COVID's done. We can go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a party. All right. 
See you next time. All right. Toodaloo.